You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hey, hello. Welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove, where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And of course, growth is what it's all about here presence because this is the show every two weeks or so where we get the inside track on how you can grow your app and we talk to the UA experts, the ninjas, the people who do this because it is their daily job and they are also amazing at it because they have achieved success that has earned them the title of mobile hero as chosen by Liftoff, a full service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform. And our guest today is Amanda Carvel. She is digital marketing manager at Retail Me Not. And she's not just the next mobile hero. She's also going to tell us about her career um, and also about brand safety. She began her career developing strategy for consumer brands. And today she heads growth and retention at Retail Me Not. Amanda, great to have you here. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. So you've done a little bit of both. You know, you've looked at consumer brands. You work at Retail Me Not, which is, you know, it's a it's a major app, but it's also a marketplace. Why don't we kick off with just a little bit more about both yourself and the app you manage? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I started, you know, my background is really digital marketing at its core. So I started at an agency really working with consumer brands on driving growth and retention really before mobile apps were really prevalent. So we built a lot of micro sites and worked with a lot of clients to create, you know, big brand events. And then when I moved into Retail Me Not, I've really managed a couple different roles here from CRM and lifecycle management into social media management and driving the brand that way. And then moving into really performance growth, managing a team that leads up all of our app and mobile marketing, paid search, uh, programmatic marketing. So it's been a really mm-hmm. fun journey here at Retail Me Not. Well, I like what I'm hearing uh, about 
uh, responsibilities. I just want to cut in there for a moment. I mean, when I have people on the show, they usually have a very specific area. Um, you're you're quite a lot that you have to do. I mean, I'll give you credit. It's not in a silo, um, but uh, how do you manage? Because that's really a lot. You know, it's a little bit of everything, not just app marketing, but brand marketing, performance marketing, mobile marketing. Um, what what skills do you bring to your to your job, or how do you how do you balance that? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, really, I think when you said you know not working in a silo, that's like the key thing that you just said because it really comes down to sharing cross functionally and working really well with my brand marketing partners, my product marketing partners, my product partners, um, and making sure that we're all driving towards the same goals. And so I'm able to create success with Retail Me Not performance and growth by really working cross-functionally and not working in a silo. Um, and that's what's been most impactful for me as a marketer. It's probably impactful. It's also perhaps also a bit challenging. I mean, what skill set does that require as opposed to, you know, sort of your your typical, I won't say typical, but, you know, sort of like the app marketer, you think, you know, they're focused on growth, they're looking at performance, maybe looking at CPIs, a little bit of engagement afterwards. It's a fairly... Um, closed universe of possibilities for you. Everything is open, but that might also demand a different skill set or at least a different mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I wrote a blog post about this for Liftoff just around brand and performance and how we've traditionally thought about them as kind of separate KPIs and separate goals, separate teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, when you think about the overall ecosystem of marketing as a whole, um, there's a funnel, right? So people, you know, notice your brand at the top and then you really want to get them down to that bottom funnel to drive success and and ultimately drive sales. Um, So really for me, it's about thinking of that entire funnel and that entire ecosystem from top to bottom to get users in at the top down to that funnel of driving a sale and driving incremental ROI for our brand partners and retail partners as well. And you, you mentioned Liftoff. I mean, that's one of the reasons we have you on the show. Not the only reason, Amanda, because I think we're going to have fun just learning from you um, as, uh, as, as, you know, as a professional as you are. But it indicates that there's something you've done, some accomplishment that um, has earned you this title. What do you think you have done uh, to date? What is for you your most surprising or amazing accomplishment or maybe just something where you, uh, uh, you know, thought outside the box and, uh, and came up with some amazing results? What do you think that is the recognition for? Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that I've tried to do internally at Retail Me Not to really drive growth here for us, but also drive the right kind of user is to shift our focus from, you know, quantity of downloads into kind of quality of those downloads. And that doesn't mean that we're not also driving quantity, but it's thinking about the user as the actions that they take and the type of user that we're bringing in who are more likely to um, go to that, you know, further down the funnel purchase level interaction. And so, um, That really comes down to working, like I said, cross-functionally internally, but I think externally as well. And one thing that really moved the needle for me at the beginning of this year, I actually um, created a partner day where we invited 
all of our cross-functional partners for everyone who's really touched our app at any point, um, whether or not, you know, they were competitors or not, we brought them all into our office and we had a full day of roundtable discussion, presentation, shared goals for the Retail Me Not apps across all of our partners so that everyone was really understanding of what our goals are for the year, where we want to go. That's something that was really interesting that really moved the needle for us just to get every partner on the same page and to be able to learn things from each other through those roundtable discussions. I mean, I love that idea. I, I, it just makes so much sense because everywhere um, in the industry, and I, you know, I speak in the industry, I write books in the industry, I know the industry, and they're always saying, okay, tell your, your, you know, your ad partners, tell them what you want, tell them what you're looking for, they'll optimize toward it. And it just seems to me like, well, wouldn't that telling a lot of the same thing to the same people all the time and then mobile moves so quickly do you really want to do that and then you know it just seems like a slack skype nightmare you know and here you've just done it you've just said okay we're bringing them all together literally in one place at one time um you said it uh, moved the needle what what did it bring for you i mean honestly just getting everyone on the same page i learned that there were a lot of networks and other partners that we were working with that we weren't potentially utilizing to the fullest. And we were also, mm-hmm. it helped for a lot of our partners to see what each of the others were kind of doing for us to be able to say, okay, if I've said no to something, you know, maybe I've asked a question before and they haven't been able to do it. It kind of moved them to create things that allowed us to move the needle. Meaning, you know, if they didn't have the right fraud tools in place and they saw that other partners were creating that, maybe they started thinking about how to get better at that. Or, you know, maybe half of the partners were 100% transparent with us and others were only 50% transparent. It really drove all of those partners to say, okay, other partners are driving this value for Retail Me Not. How can I stay connected as one of their top partners? And how do I really compete with all of these other people? And by putting them in a room, it really allowed those conversations to happen um, by just having everyone in one group discussion and bringing up, like I said, those KPIs really transparently. And you bring up another point because, you know, when you have everyone in a room, I mean, I really recommend this to our listeners to think about this. You know, it's probably not easy. And we'll ask you a little bit later maybe about the nuts and bolts because I think there's a textbooks model here for for our listeners, which is just saying, okay, you need to have results. So your partners need to know this. But interestingly enough, if you have them in the same room, you know, the room for sort of, you know, I wouldn't say um, – giving lame excuses, but I mean, the, the sort of things that you hear where, oh, it's not possible and this, that, and the other, as you said, um, they're in a room together and you sort of have a feeling that they take a responsibility to show what they can do, how they can do it, and, and even um, solve some of the issues along the way. Did you, did, you, did you see that as a result? Was it surprising that maybe what you were hearing or seeing in emails that wasn't possible was suddenly probable? Yeah, absolutely. Just by having everyone face-to-face, we were able to find different measurement solutions and ways that we could really move the needle that we hadn't been able to have over email. I'll also say that by inviting partners to your office, it's a really, it was a really personal invitation. So we didn't send out a mass invitation or anything that was designed. It was really just a personal invitation for me asking partners to come to our office. And through that, we were able to get, you know, the CRO, Um, the top lead of the team and really people who had the most knowledge of what 
their capabilities were, um, which maybe wasn't the account manager that we were talking to on a day-to-day basis. So it just drove different kinds of conversations, and we were able to see what our other consumer or other um, apps were doing in the space that maybe we hadn't tapped into yet. So listeners, don't go away because when we get back after the break, Amanda will tell us more about how she moved the needle on her app, but she'll also tell us some important points you need to know about brand safety. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Catholic Charities is committed to providing life's basic needs. We thank you for bringing us all here today, letting these people understand how Catholic Charities runs and how important these people are. And we ask you to guide them, to protect them, and keep them here forever because this community needs them. Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org to learn more. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And we have today Amanda Carvel, mobile hero and digital marketing manager at Retail Me Not. And before the break, Amanda, we were talking about what I think was amongst the coolest but simplest ideas I've ever heard, really, which, you know, and usually it's a simple one that always trumps everything else. It's like, yes, you do have to get um, high performance and you have to have communication with your partners. So why not just have, as you did, an app day, bring them all together, communicate, talk, and, you know, set the goals and strategies for the year. I'm just curious, you know, was this something that was massively difficult to organize and implement? You know, uh, surprisingly simple is a great word to describe it because, um, you know, we really didn't give a lot of lead time. And we actually had hoped we're in Austin, Texas, and we had hoped that a lot of our partners would already be in the vicinity for South by Southwest in March. So um, we didn't give a ton of lead time and we had a very big turnout. So I was pleasantly surprised by how 
easy it actually was to implement. And luckily mm-hmm. we have the office space and the facility to, you know, have that in the office to facilitate that conversation. Interesting tip, because what I'm hearing is you can almost sort of co-locate with an event. So, you know, if you were, for example, um, in and around, you know, uh, New York when there's ad week or whatever, I mean, it just seems to make sense to do it at a time when the partners might be in the vicinity. Now, another thing, of course, you're focused on and one of the reasons you had your partners in the first place is to look at ways to not just, you know, move the needle on the app, but protect brand safety to um, uphold that. Now, interestingly enough, that's a topic we're going to hear a lot more about because it's a hot topic, but it's also one that we all sort of aren't quite clear as to how we define it. Um, I'm, for example, in the Mobile Marketing Association here where I'm based in Germany, I'm on the board, and they're spearheading globally uh, what they're calling SAVE, led brand safety that is about ensuring safeguards for brands in all marketing environments. So that's what it means for them. What does it mean for Retail Me Not? Yeah, that's a great question. So brand safety for us is really about a couple different things. So one is making sure that across all of our assets, you know, we're not just an app, we have an omni-channel presence, you know, across all of our assets, it has consistent messaging. But also those assets are shown in a place that's contextually relevant for our audience and also have a lot of negative keywords and negative targeting to ensure that we don't show up in places that are, one, not relevant, but also, you know, maybe negative to our brand. So we don't mm-hmm. want to show up on any political websites, you know, anything that's outside of the shopping realm. And so it's really just about those two main things, which messaging and contextual targeting and making sure that you're in the right place at the right time in front of the right use with the right message. I mean, that's what we all want in the the industry. But if we look at it as that's a strategy, I mean, what's the tactic? What, What gets you there? What do you need to see that tells you it's time to take action? We'll talk about the action you take in a moment, but, you know, something has to trigger that. That is the mission, you know, to be where you need to be and in front of the audience you want to be in front of and in the context that is good for your brand. But what triggers that? Yeah, I mean, I think that plenty of us have seen and, you know, including Retail Me Not, our ads show up in places we don't necessarily want them to show up or where they don't make sense, Um, including, Mm -hmm. you know, incentivized ads that don't drive what I talked about earlier, which is quality users. And so... I really, when we work with partners, we give them that language up front, you know, let people know this is where we want to show up. We want this contextually relevant messaging in order to make sure and track that we're doing that. One, we have a hundred percent transparency with all of our partners. So we know the publishers that we're showing up on down to, you know, the, at the app level. And then two, we have a three strike policy. So, you know, there are times where things can get out of hand and, you know, we'll see that every once in a while and we'll reach directly out to that partner and let them know we saw and ask them to immediately take, you know, it's them not having control of their own inventory. And if it happens more than twice, we stop working at the end of the day. We really want to make sure, like I said, that it's, it's contextually relevant and that we're not showing up at places that we aren't going to be driving this quality use don't align with our brand. So that, that three strike we really stuck to. And because of that, we've really seen that go down. So, um, you know, when we first 
started looking into it, I might see a couple violations a month. Now I really see them maybe a couple times a quarter. So, you know, you're very straightforward about that, and that's to your credit as well. I mean, people, your, your ad partners know where they stand with you, and I think that's part of the success of your brand safety efforts. But what do you do when a partner says, you know, I have difficulty being on board or I can't be on board? Um, you know, our listeners, what would you recommend? Because that might be what they hear. It might be, well, it's not intentional um, or, or, you know, something to that effect. What do you say should be the response to something like that? Because it does happen a lot. There are always a few excuses, not necessarily the dog ate it, but you know what I'm getting to here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think it really comes down to, you know, having the right conversations, but being firm in your stance. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I've said this before and I will say it again. Um, if you ask something once and, and you don't hear the answer you necessarily want, ask it again the next week and then ask, ask it again the following week because eventually that answer will change. And I've seen it happen plenty of times where um, someone says no to something or, you know, says that, you know, I can't give you full transparency or I can't give you this level of insight into the data. And then a, a month, two months later, that conversation shifts. And so I would say continue to ask the right questions and be firm. I mean, there are partners out there who will give you that level of data and really give you that level of brand safety. So find the partners that will answer your question in the way that you want them to, because there are enough out there. When you're asking the question, of course, that's really important. Ask the right question, you'll get the answer. Um, What specifically is the data you need to be asking for? Is this user level data? Is this other type of data? Because you want to find out about the users, about their activities. You also want to know where your ads are showing up. What are you asking for? Really, it's, like I said, down to the publisher level. So knowing what Mm -hmm. ads are going up on and when, and then, you know, in fighting fraud, there are a lot of different metrics that you need to look at with mm-hmm. regards to bot traffic or click spamming. So looking at click to install times, uh, very low or high conversion rates, uh, the advertiser device ID so that you can drill down to the specific user devices, um, and really looking for anomalies in the, that data. But when it comes down to brand safety, like I said, it's really about down to the publisher level, not just the network level, or, you know, there are typically several layers that each ad goes through. So finding that last layer, that's the data that you really want to be able to see in your vendor. I love the fact, Amanda, that you're so practical and straightforward, because that's what's going to get results ultimately. You you have a very, very straightforward policy, three strikes, you're out, you ask questions until you get an answer, you ask the right questions, all to your credit. Some of our listeners, however, might not have, not be so fortunate. Do you have any um, tips on the sort of the red flags of the answers that you can get that tell you you need to dig deeper? Because um, uh, as I said, I'm in the industry and I, I, I talk to some people at coffee and sometimes it's amazing. You know, it's just like uh, when they hear the word proprietary, they run for it. <laughs> uh, you know, 100% guaranteed installs. That's another one. Run for it. Um, these are the offers they hear, but what is it that you hear in your interaction with your ad partners that tells you, oh, I think I have to dig deeper? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say don't take everything with a grain of salt. So if you see something that looks strange in your data, ask why. And if you mm-hmm. 
get a good answer, dig into that answer. Don't just trust. Part. I mean, yes, there's some level of trust, but also look into that data and make sure that it aligns with your internal data. So, you know, if someone is saying that, um, for example, you're seeing IPs in a lot of the same area, are you targeting the CEO? Is that the answer or is there something else going on? So make sure that it aligns to your internal data and that you can actually prove that out instead of just automatically interpreting well the answer that you get. So what has been the most um, helpful um, answer or even the most incredible answer that you've gotten that tells you, you know, one, that you're taking the right steps or that you maybe have to take further steps? Yeah, I mean, really, to me, it comes down to knowledge. And if there, like I said, if there's an anomaly in the data and there is a knowledgeable, well thought out answer for that, I'm willing to listen to that. And I've worked with partners who um, have answers and I've felt comfortable saying, okay, let's continue to run in this way because I trust that data and it matches with my internal data. And then there are other partners who try to come up with a solution that doesn't necessarily align to what the actual data says that I have to say, sorry, I need to either dig into this more or we need to change the way that we're buying this media because it doesn't make sense. Okay. Well, what I'm publisher level data is the nirvana and understanding uh, where your ads are showing is absolutely key. But we have to go to break right now. So listeners, don't go away because when we get back, we're going to talk more about brand safety and what you need to do to watch your back. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Hello, and we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, 
Peg Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And today we have Amanda Carvel, Digital Marketing Manager at Retail Me Not, and also a mobile hero. And right before the break, Amanda, we were talking about brand safety. Uh, we were talking about um, you know, the ways to go about it, some of the questions you need to ask. I'm just curious at just a, a layman's level here, and maybe some of our listeners are on this level too, give them credit. Um, how do you actually really do this? Because at some level, it sounds like you just check everywhere your app is appearing, sort of almost manually. Um, other, in other cases, that we can automate some of this. How do you approach it? How do you keep on, on you know, on on the top of where your apps are showing? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it takes an army, but really. I think it's a little simpler than that. You know, you definitely need an attribution vendor. Make sure that you're actually tracking this data. So you know the install time, the click time, you know what device the user is on, you know um, their IP address, you know, those basic data. And then um, depending on your attribution vendor, it's also helpful to have another fraud tool that kind of takes that data and just double checks it and really scores it for you. So, you know, gives you scores based on some of those metrics I talked about earlier with regards to conversion rate, IP duplication, and, you know, geolocations or device mismatch. Someone installs on an Android, but you see the ultimate, or clicks on an Android, but you see the ultimate install on an iOS device. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, we have uh, really, really great internal resources. Uh, we have a an analytics team and, you know, those first two checks really is what I use to ensure that the data is correct. And then if I ever need to dig into anything further, I tap into our internal resources who use a number of different, you know, visualization tools to match that data to our internal data and ensure that it maps with our attribution and fraud vendors. So the sign of success for you is that you want to have quality over quantity, which makes perfect sense, particularly for an app like yours, because you want purchasers, you want you want browsers, but you also want buyers. And that's a certain type of person. That's a high value, high quality user. What tells you that you nailed it? What tells you that you've, you know, you've, you've, you've got the right KPIs, you have achieved that success? What do you look for? Yeah, um, it's really about how people interact with your app. So a user who is more quality is going to engage with your app in a way that's different than someone who is kind of one and done. So it's really about finding those KPIs within your own app that drive to that longer term user who is more likely to be a high value user, more likely to stay for, you know, a week, two weeks, a month, six months, mm -hmm. a year, and so on. Just finding those, you know, what actions people take within that first day or even seven days that align to a long-term user. And um, what would you say is um, a sign of a user? Because one thing is to engage, but I'm hearing so much more about, you know, retargeting, re-engaging. Is there anything you watch that says to you that you say, this is not just a high user, but this is cultivate one to retarget, re-engage and you know, keep for the long-term? Yeah have a number of different metrics that we align to find those high value users and retarget them, but also create lookalike audiences off of them and target mm -hmm. people similar to them based on um, the actions that they've taken within that app. So it's really important that we continue to engage those users, not only, you know, with paid marketing, but also within the app with push notifications and 
in-app notifications and then, you know, the type of content that we're showing when they come to our app homepage. Um, but then also using those signals and creating lookalike audiences is helpful to find new audiences. And of course, you're talking about continuing to engage, but in your industry, to be quite honest, you, know, you also have to continue to evolve. You know, mobile marketing is fast-paced. You're not just mobile marketing. You're, as we discussed at the top of the show, you know, you're covering marketing, period, you know, the whole gamut. What's next for you, Amanda? What are you thinking about when you say, what am I going to do to keep pace, fast-paced uh, mobile and app marketing space? Yeah. It's a great question. Um, you know, really, I just want to continue on this path and meet as many other like-minded people as I can to share ideas and find new ideas that maybe I hadn't thought of um, and just evolve and learn from my colleagues and my peers and um, the people on my team and continue to evolve with mobile marketing and uh, programmatic and new ways to find users and also re-engage them. So just kind of continue in this world of mobile marketing, because like you said, it's always evolving. So I want to stay up to date with what's new. I couldn't have hoped for a better segue because actually this is the part of the show where I say, okay, great. You know, we're closing down now. Um, and, you know, people listening in, well, they'll want to stay in touch with you. They'll want to figure out, you know, I find out about retail me not what about amanda how can i stay up to date how can how can i do exactly what you're trying to do stay in touch um what would be the best way amanda yeah absolutely i am on linkedin um so if you go to linkedin and search for amanda carvel you will find me and or um, linkedin.com slash amanda carvel and of course we will have that also in the show notes with the show so that my friends is a wrap uh, the next weeks will be, of course, jam-packed with other mobile heroes, amazing companies, so stay tuned. And if you want to read up on Amanda or any of the other mobile heroes in the series, you can check out their dedicated page over at heroes.liftoff.io. And I have checked it out already, and there is a very well-written and detailed blog about exactly this, brand safety. So do check it out. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, at mobile groove.com mobile groove is also where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services of course you can be able to check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm or you can use an itunes stitcher spreaker and iHeartRadio simply by searching mobile presence so until next time remember every minute is mobile so make every minute count we'll see you soon The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.